the eighteenth book of the odysseys of homer this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by phil schempf the eighteenth book of the odysseys of homer translated by george chapman the argument ulysses and the rogue iris fight penelope vouchsafes her sight to all her wooers who present gifts to her ravished with content a certain parley then we sing betwixt a wooer and the king another argument sigma the beggar's glee the king's high fame gifts given to see a virtuous dame there came a common beggar to the court who in the city begged of all resort excelled in madness of the gut drunk ate past intermission was most hugely great yet had no fibres in him nor no force in sight a man in mind a living course his true name was arneas for his mother imposed it from his birth and yet another the city youth would give him from the course he took derived out of the force that need held on him which was up and down to run on all men's errands through the town which sounded iris when whose gut was come he needs would bar ulysses his own home and fell to chiding him old man said he your way out of the entry quickly see be with fair language taken lest your stay but little longer see you dragged away see sir observe you not how all these make direct signs at me charging me to take your heels and drag you out but i take shame rise yet your best lest we two play a game at cuffs together he bent brows and said wretch i do thee no ill nor once upbraid thy presence with a word nor what mine eye by all hands sees thee given one thought envy nor shouldst thou envy others thou mayest see the place will hold us both and seems to me a beggar like myself which who can mend the gods give most to whom they are least friend the chief goods gods give is in good to end but to the hand strife of which ye are so free provoke me not for fear you anger me lest the old man on whose scorn you stood your lips and bosom make shake hands in blood i love my quiet well and more will love to-morrow than to-day but if you move my peace beyond my right the war you make will never after give you will to take ulysses house in your begging walk o oh god said he how volubly doth talk this eating gulf and how his fume breaks out as from an old cracked oven whom i will clout so bitterly and so with both hands maul his chaps together that his teeth shall fall as plain sea on the earth as any sows that ruts the cornfields or devours the mows come close we now that all may see what wrong an old man tempts that takes at cuffs a young thus in the entry of those lofty towers these two with all spleen spent their jarring powers antinous took it laughed and said o friends we never had such sport this guest contends with this vast beggar at the buffet's fight come join we hands and screw up all their spite all rose in laughters and about them bore all the ragged rout of beggars at the door then moved antinous the victor's hire to all the wooers thus 
there are now at fire two breasts of goat both which let law set down before the man that wins the day's renown with all their fat and gravy and of both the glorious victor shall prefer his tooth to which he makes his choice of from us all and ever after banquet in our hall with what our boards yield not a beggar more allowed to share but all keep out at door this he proposed and this they all approved to which ulysses answered o most loved by no means should an old man and one old in chief with sorrows be so overbold to combat with his younger but alas man's own ill-working belly needs will pass this work upon me and enforce me too to beat this fellow but then you must do my age no wrong to take my younger's part and play me foul play making your stroke smart help his to conquer for you easily may with your strengths crush me do then right and lay your honours on it in your oaths to yield his part no aid but equal leave the field all swore his will but then telemachus his father's scoffs with comfort serious could not but answer and made this reply guest if thine own powers cheer thy victory fear no man's else that will not pass it free he fights with many that shall touch but thee i'll see thy guest right paid thou here art come in my protection and to this the sum of all these wooers which antinous are and king eurymachus conjoin their care both vowed it when ulysses laying by his upper weed his inner beggary near showed his shame which he with rags prevented plucked from about his thighs and so presented their goodly sight which were so white and great and his large shoulders were to view so set by his bare rags his arms his breast and all so broad and brawny their grace natural being kept by pallas ever standing near that all the wooers his admirers were beyond all measure mutual whispers driven through all their cluster saying sure as heaven poor iris pulled upon him bitter blows through his thin garment what a thigh he shows they said but iris felt his coward mind was moved at root but now he needs must find facts to his brags and forth at all parts fit the servants brought him all his arteries smit with fears and tremblings which antinous saw and said nay now too late comes fear no law thou shouldst at first have given thy braggart vain nor should it have so swelled if terror strain thy spirits to this pass for a man so old and worn with penuries that still lay hold on his ragged person howsoever take this vow from me for firm that if he make thy forces stoop and prove his own supreme i'll put thee in a ship and down the stream send thee ashore where king echetus reigns the roughest tyrant that the world contains and he will slit thy nostrils crop each ear thy shame cut off and give it dogs to tear this shook his nerves the more but both were now brought to the lists and up did either throw his heavy fists ulysses in suspense to strike so home that he should fright from thence his coward soul his trunk laid prostrate there or let him take more leisure to his fear and stooped him by degrees the last showed best to strike him slightly out of fear the rest would else discover him but peace now broke on his right shoulder iris laid his stroke ulysses struck him just beneath the ear his jawbone broke and made the blood appear 
when straight he strewed the dust and made his cry stand for himself with whom his teeth did lie spit with his blood out and against the ground his heels lay sprawling up the hands went round of all the wooers all at point to die with violent laughters then the king did ply the beggar's feet and dragged him forth the hall along the entry to the gates and wall where leaving him he put into his hand a staff and bade him there use his command on swine and dogs and not presume to be the lord of the guests or of the beggary since he of all men was the scum and curse and so bade please with that or fare yet worse then cast he on his scrip all patched and rent hung by a rotten cord and back he went to greet the entry's threshold with his seat the wooers thronged to him and did entreat with gentle words his conquest laughing still prayed jove and all the gods to give his will what most it wished him and would joy him most since he so happily had cleared their coast of that unsavoury morsel whom they vowed to see with all their utmost haste bestowed aboard a ship and for a pyrus sent to king echethus on whose throne was spent the worst man's seat that breathed and thus was graced divine ulysses who with joy embraced even that poor conquest then was set to him the goodly goat's breast promised that did swim in fat and gravy by antinous and from a basket by Amphinomus were two breads given him who besides renowned his banquet with a golden goblet crowned and this high salutation frolic guest and be those riches that you first possessed restored again with full as many joys as in your poor state i see now a noise Amphinomus said he you seem to me exceeding wise as being the progeny of such a father as authentic fame hath told me was so one of honoured name and his great revenues in dulichius his fair name nissus he is blazoned thus and knew to be his son his wisdom erring as well as wealth his state in not impairing to prove which always let me tell you this as warning you to shun the miseries that follow full states if they be not held with wisdom still at full and so compelled to courses that abode not in their brows by too much swing their sudden overthrows of all things breathing or that creep on earth naught is more wretched than a human birth blessed men think never they can cursed be while any power lasts to move a knee but when the blessed gods make them feel that smart that fled their faith so as they had no heart they bear their sufferings and what well they might have clearly shunned they then meet in despite the mind of man flies still out of his way unless god guide and prompt it every day i thought me once a blessed man with men and fashioned me to all so counted then did all injustice like them what for lust or any pleasure never so unjust i could by power or violence obtain and gave them both in all their powers the rein bold of my fathers and my brothers still while which held good my arts seemed never ill and thus is none held simply good or bad but as his will is either missed or had all goods god's gifts man calls howe'er he gets them and so takes all what price soe'er god sets them says not how ill they come nor will control that ravine in him though it cost his soul and these parts here i see these wooers play take all that falls and all dishonours lay on that man's queen that tell your friends 
doth bear no long time's absence but is passing near let god then guide thee home lest he may meet in his return thy undeparted feet for when he enters and sees men so rude the quarrel cannot but in blood conclude this said he sacrificed then drunk and then referred the given bowl to the guide of men who walked away afflicted at his heart shook head and feared that these facts would convert to ill in the end yet had not grace to fly minerva stayed him being ordained to die upon the lance of young ulyssides so down he sat and then did pallas please to incline the queen's affections to appear to all the wooers to extend their cheer to the utmost lightning that still ushers death and made her put on all the painted sheath that might both set her wooers fancies high and get her greater honour in the eye even of her son and the sovereign than before who laughing yet to show her humour bore no serious appetite to that light show she told eurynomy that not till now she ever knew her entertained desire to please her wooers eyes but oft on fire she set their hate in keeping from them still yet now she pleased to appear though from no will to do them honour vowing she would tell her son that of them that should fit him well to make use of which was not to converse too freely with their pride nor to disperse his thoughts amongst them since they used to give good words but through them ill intents did drive eurynomy replied with good advice you vow his counsel and your open guise go then advise your son nor keep more close your cheeks still drowned in your eyes overflows but bathe your body and with balms make clear your thickened countenance uncomposed cheer and ever mourning will the marrow wear nor have you cause to mourn your son hath now put on that virtue which in chief your vow wished as your blessing at his birth might deck his blood and person but forbear to speak of baths or balmings or of beauty now the queen replied lest urging comforts you discomfort much because the gods have won the spoil of my looks since my lord was gone but these must serve call hither then to me hippodamia and autonoe that those our train additions may supply our own deserts and yet besides not i with all my age have learned the boldness yet to expose myself to men unless i get some other gracers this said forth she went to call the ladies and much spirit spent to make their utmost speed for now their queen would both herself show and make them be seen but now minerva other projects laid and through icarius's daughter's veins conveyed sweet sleep's desire in whose soft fumes involved she was soon as laid and quite dissolved with all her lineaments the goddess then bestowed immortal gifts on her that men might wonder at her beauties and the beams that glister in the deified supremes she cleared her morning countenance up withal even such a radiance as doth round in paul crown cytheria when her ordered places conduct the bevy of the dancing graces she added to her own more plump more high and fairer than the polished ivory rendering her parts and presence this grace done away the deity flew and up did run her lovely wristed ladies with a noise that blew the soft chains from her sleeping joys when she her fair eyes wiped and gasping said o me unblessed how deep a sweet sleep spread his shades about me would diana please to shoot me with a death no more diseased as soon as might be that no more my moan might waste my blood and weepings never done 
for want of that accomplished virtue sphered in my loved lord to all the greeks preferred then she descended with her maids and took place in the portal whence her beamy look reached every wooer's heart yet cast she on so thin a veil that through it quite there shone a grace so stolen it pleased above the clear and sunk the knees of every wooer there their minds so melted in love's vehement fires that to her bed she heightened all desires the prince then coming near she said o son thy thoughts and judgments have not yet put on that constancy in what becomes their good which all expect in thee thy younger blood did sparkle choicer spirits but arrived at this full growth wherein their form hath thrived beyond the bounds of childhood and when now beholders should affirm this man doth grow like the rare son of his matchless sire his goodliness his beauty and his fire of soul aspired to thou mak'st nothing good thy fate nor fortune nor thy height of blood in manage of thy actions what a deed of foul desert hath thy gross sufferance freed beneath thine own roof a poor stranger here used most unmanly how will this appear to all the world when fame shall trumpet out that thus and thus are our guests beat about our court unrighted tis a blaze will show extremely shameful to your name and you i blame you not o mother he replied that this clear wrong sustained by me you chide yet know i both the good and bad of all being past the years in which young errors fall but all this known skill is not so exact to give when once it knows things fit their fact i well may doubt the priests of strangers here who bent to ill and only my nerves near may do it in despite and yet the jar betwixt our guests and iris was no war wrought by the wooers nor our guests sustained wrong in that action but the conquest gained and would to jove minerva and the sun that all your wooers might serve contention for such a purchase as the beggar made and wore such weak heads some should death invade strewed in the entry some embrued the hall till every man had vengeance capital saddled like iris at the gates his head every way nodding like one forfeited to reeling bacchus knees nor feet his own to bear him where he's bettered loved or known their speeches given this end eurymachus began his courtship and expressed it thus most wise icarius's daughter if all those that did for colchus venturous sail dispose for that rich purchase had before but seen earth's richer prize in the ithacensian queen they had not made that voyage but to you would all their virtues and their beings vow should all the world know what a worth you store to-morrow than to-day and the next light more your court should banquet since to all dames you are far preferred both for the grace of show in stature beauty form in every kind of all parts outward and for faultless mind alas said she my virtue body form the gods have blasted with that only storm that ravished greece to ilion since my lord for that war shipped bore all my goods aboard if he return should come and govern here my life's whole state the grace of all things there his guide would heighten as the spirit it bore which dead in me lives given him long before a sad course i live now heaven's stern decree with many an ill hath numbed and deaded me he took life with him when he took my hand in parting from me to the trojan strand these words my witness woman 
i conceive that not all the archives bound for troy shall leave their native earth their safe returned bones fame saying that troy trains up approved sons in deeds of arms brave putters off of shafts for winging lances masters of their crafts unmatched riders swift of foot and straight can arbitrate a war of deadliest weight hope then can scarce fill all with life's supply and of all any failing why not i nor do i know if god hath marshalled me amongst the safe returned or his decree hath left me to the thraldom ordered there however all cares be thy burthens here my sire and mother tend as much now i further off more near in cares be you your son to man's state grown wed whom you will and you gone his care let his household fill thus made my lord his will which heaven sees proved almost at all parts for the sun removed down to his set ere long will lead the night of those abhorred nuptials that should fright each worthy woman which her second are with any man that breathes her first lord's care dead because he to flesh and blood is dead which i fear i shall yield to and so wed a second husband and my reason is since jove hath taken from me all his bliss whom god gives over they themselves forsake their griefs their joys their god their devil make and tis a great grief nor was seen till now in any fashion of such men as woo a good and wealthy woman and contend who shall obtain her that those men should spend her beeves and best sheep as their chiefest ends but rather that herself and all her friends they should with banquets and rich gifts entreat their life is death that live with others meet divine ulysses much rejoiced to hear his queen thus fish for gifts and keep in cheer their hearts with hope that she would wed again her mind yet still her first intent retain antinous saw the wooers one to give and said wise queen by all your means receive whatever bounty any wooer shall use gifts freely given tis folly to refuse for know that we resolve not to be gone to keep our own roofs till of all some one whom best you like your long wooed love shall win this pleased the rest and every one sent in his present by the herald first had place antinous gift a robe of special grace exceedingly full and fair and twenty hues changed lustre to it to which choice of shows twelve massy plated buttons all of gold enriched the substance made to fairly hold the robe together all laced down before where keeps and catches both sides of it wore eurymachus a golden tablet gave in which did art her choicest works engrave and round about an amber verge did run that cast a radiance from it like the sun eurydamus two servants had that bore two goodly earrings whose rich hollows wore three pearls in either like so many eyes reflecting glances radiant as the skies the king pisander great polyctor's heir a casket gave exceeding rich and fair the other other wealthy gifts commended to her fair hand which took and straight ascended this goddess of her sex her upper state her ladies all her gifts elaborate up bearing after all to dancing then the wooers went and songs delightful strain in which they frolicked till the evening came and then raised sable hesperus his flame when for their lights within they set up there three lamps whose wicks were wood exceeding sere and passing porous which they caused to burn 
their matter ever ministered by turn of several handmaids whom ulysses seeing too conversant with wooers ill agreeing with guise of maids advised in this fair sort maids of your long lacked king keep you the port your queen's chaste presence bears go up to her employ your looms or rocks and keep ye there i'll serve to feed these lamps should these lords dances last till aurora cheered us with their glances they cannot weary me for i'm one born to endure when all men else have done they wantonly break out in laughters all looked on each other and to terms did fall cheek proud melantho who was dolius's seed kept by the queen that gave her dainty bread fit for her daughter and yet one not so her heart to her to share in any woe she suffered for her lord but she was great with great eurymachus and her love's heat in his bed quenched and this choleric thing bestowed this railing language on the king base stranger you are taken in your brain you talk so wildly never you again can get where you were born and seek your bed in some smith's hovel or the market-stead but here you must take confidence to prate before all these for fear can get no state in your wine-hardy stomach or tis like to prove your native garb your tongue will strike on this side of your mouth still being at best is the man idled brain for want of rest or proud because he beat the roguish beggar take heed sir lest some better man beleaguer your ears with his fists and set headlong hence your bold abode here with your blood's expense he looking sternly on her answered her dog what broad language givest thou i'll prefer your usage to the prince that he may fall foul on your fair limbs till he tell them all this frayed the wenches and all straight got gone in fear about their business every one confessing he said well but he stood now close by the cressets and did looks bestow on all men there his brain employed about some sharper business than to dance it out which had not long to go nor therefore would minerva let the wooer's spleens grow cold with too good usage of him that his heart might fret enough and make his collar smart eurymachus provoked him first and made his fellow laugh with the conceit he had fetched far from what was spoken long before that this poor form perhaps some deity bore it may well chance said he some god doth bear this man's resemblance for thus standing near the glistering torches his slicked head doth throw beams round about it as those cressets do for not a hair he hath to give it shade say will thy heart serve to undertake a trade for fitting wages should i take thee hence to walk my grounds and look to every fence or plant high trees thy hire should raise thy forces food store and clothes but these same idle courses thou art so prompt in that thou wilt not work but forge up and down and beg and lurk in every house whose roofs hold any will to feed such fellows that the gut may fill gives in to all thy being he replied i wish at any work we too were tried in height of springtime when heaven's lights are long i a good crook scythe that were sharp and strong you such another where the grass grew deep up by daybreak and both our labours keep up till slow darkness ease the labouring light fasting all day and not a crumb till night we then should prove our either workmanship or if again beeves that the goad or whip were apt to obey before tearing a plough big lusty beasts 
alike in bulk and brow alike in labour and alike in strength our task four acres to be tilled in length of one sole day again then you should try if the dull glebe before the plough should fly or i a long stitch could bear clean and even or lastly if the guide of earth and heaven should stir stern war up either here or there and that at this day i had double spear and shield and steel cask fitting for my brows at this work likewise midst the foremost blows your eyes should note me and get little cause to twit me with my belly's sole applause but you affect to affect with injury your mind ungentle seem in valour high because gainst few and those not of the best your conversation hath been still professed but if ulysses landed on his earth and entered on the true right of his birth should come and front ye straight his ample gates your feet would hold too narrow for your fates he frowned raged called him wretch and vowed to be his death since he durst prove so proud amongst so many to tell him so homed what he effected asked if overcome with wine he were or as his minions said talk still so idly and were palsied in his mind's instruments or was proud because he gat from iris off with such applause with all which snatching up a stool he threw when old ulysses to the knees withdrew of the dulichian lord Enfinimus, as if he feared him his dart missing thus his aged object and his page's hand a boy that waited on his cup's command now holding of an ewer to him he smit down fell the sounding ewer and after it the guiltless page lay sprawling in the dust and crying out when all the wooers thrust a tumult up amongst them wishing all the rogue had perished in some hospital before his life there stirred such uproars up and with rude speeches spiced their pleasure's cup and all this for a beggar to fulfil a filthy proverb good still yields to ill the prince cried out to them to let the bad obscure the good so told them they were mad abused their banquet and affirmed some god tried masteries with them bade them take their load of food and wine sit up or fall to bed at their free pleasures and since he gave head to all their freedoms why should they mistake their own rich humours for a beggar's sake all bit their lips to be so taken down and taught the course that should have been their own admired the prince and said he bravely spoke but nissa's son then struck the equal stroke and said o friends let no man here disdain to put up equal speeches nor maintain with serious words and humour nor with stroke a stranger in another's house provoke nor touch the meanest servant but confine all these dissensions in a bowl of wine which fill us cup-bearer that having done our nightly sacrifice we may atone our powers with sleep resigning first the guest up to the prince that holds all interest in his disposure here the house being his in just descent and all the faculties this all approved when noble mulius herald in chief to lord Anfinimus, the wine distributed with reverend grace to every wooer when the gods given place with service fit they served themselves and took their parting cups till when they all had struck the angry humour off they bent to rest and every wooer to several roofs addressed end of the eighteenth book